I love the banana. A what? I knew it. She's a fucking killer. She likes the banana rice. I absolutely did it. She absolutely did it. I, I hate anything fake banana flavored. I use you. Oh my god, I love the banana laffy taffy. Oh. There's one downstairs if you want it. I'm gonna eat it. Nobody likes the banana. I like the banana. I mean, I like the banana too, but not that kind of banana. Pop Tarts had like a banana cream pie Pop Tart come out, and it's lovely. Dude, Pop Tart needs to stop with their shit of how I, many flavors they can come out. I'm with. living for it, honestly. <sighs> How many things can be made into a pop tart? I'm waiting for the Mountain Dew <laughs> flavored well, one. Ew, no. Are you ready for des- dead husband flavored pop tarts? Welcome oh, to Creeps no. of the Crypt, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I just killed Sam. Oh my god, no. Oh, that segue was just. What does burnt flesh taste like as a pop tart flavor? You leave it and in the toaster co- too long. <laughs> does it come with sprinkles? Maybe some like fingernails. <gasps> no. Why? Oh my God! Can they come out with this Zero Killer series, please? That like their amazing. interpretation of it would just be Jeffrey Dahmer. Like I would love to see like the Cannibals Cookbook. Yes. Just like all the best recipes. But no, I need all of the like like pop culture brands to come out with their own flavor. Like absolutely. Like I need whoever makes fucking pork rinds. I need them to come out with like no, I, skin. I, I, no, 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 no. <laughs> I've got this. Joe Metheny, you have barbecue. Uh, Albert Flavored Fish. Pop-Tart? No, I think no, no, no. I'm just talking about a, like a cannibal's cookbook. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Jeffrey Dahmer would have a pork loin. Yep. yep. Uh, Albert I'm, Fish. I'm here for this. Roast. He would have a roast of some kind. He would have a roasted bum. When we cover him, I'll give the recipe. He gives the recipe. <laughs> oh, my God, he does. Catherine Knight, stew. Oh, with potatoes. And our uh, killer today would have a Thanksgiving dinner. Thanksgiving dinner. How do you tie the legs up and stuff the turkey? Well, you'll find out this well, episode. You might find out. <laughs> so, welcome everyone to Creeps in the Crypt. <laughs> we hope you had a phenomenal Thanksgiving. Yes, I hope you ate all the mac and cheese. And all the fixings. The fixings. Hope you enjoyed all your fixings and your turkeys. And took lots of naps. Because it's, it's really all about the sides. Yes. It is all Fuck about the, the turkey. And it, it, it's all in the preparation. Yeah. So we hope you had a well-brined turkey and some awesome sides. Because today we have a story that's going to leave you hungry for gore. <laughs> and probably after hanging out with you. you probably like after, I did. I see what you did there. Uh-huh. You're very punny. Uh, probably after you. hanging out with your family, you. you're going to need that. We're gonna need this. Yeah, after after <laughs> hanging out with your family, I'm gonna need this. you're either going to want to annihilate them like John List did, <laughs> or you might want to do something a little bit more creative in the kitchen with them. Take a page from Catherine Knight's cookbook, maybe. Yeah. Mm. So, without further ado, Sam, let's get into this one. So, Omaima Ari Nelson was born and raised in Egypt. She was born in a poor village in southern Egypt near the border of Sudan. According to her, her father was violently abusive, physically and sexually, to her and her mother. Perhaps even worse, when she was young, she was subjected to a female circumcision. Ooh, Ooh, that is... Yeah, it's uh, brutal. So sex was joyless and just dry. Dry forever. No no joy. 
No this, joy was in that. If this is any indication of how her turkey comes out, I really don't want to know. You know, honestly. Oh my god. <laughs> I was just answering it like in that was such a delayed reaction from saying. <laughs> I, I was, I was not ready for that. That was good. That was a good one. Nobody likes a dry turkey. No one. Or no. a dry pussy. So. <laughs> oh my god. Eventually, Omaima's mother left her abusive husband. Now, in utter poverty, the family moved to a Cairo slum called the City of the Dead. Was there a ton of mummies? No, but their shacks were built among the tombs, so maybe well, they had mummy neighbors. That's pretty fucking cool. What? Huh? They, they had mummy issues. Why? Don't get chummy with the mummy, bro. Oh my god, why is there not like a little town in like New York called the City of the Dead? <laughs> is it just all crackheads? It, it is. It's New York. <laughs> it's all crackheads living on the street. Just, yeah. just crackheads skittering across <laughs> the alleyway. And they have Skid Row out in California. That's pretty much a city of why the Why do we not have a City of the Dead? I need that. I need we do. It's called Yupon. Oh. Yup, yup. <laughs> um. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's go. I'm sorry. I'm in a fever dream right now, so I'm, I'm extra, like, firing on all cylinders we, right now. We are on a different level today. Okay. So here in Cairo, City of the Dead, when she was 18, Omaima met an American oil worker, and the two started having a sexual relationship. Omaima's mother insisted the two get married, and Omaima, seeing a way out of the crushing poverty she lived in, agreed. One thing about this is you have to understand in that culture, she's been deflowered by an American, so she's lost her virginity now. Mm-hmm. So to no Muslim man would marry her at this point. Facts. So That's true. It's really her only option. I mean, you took away her fucking pleasure like that. I mean, Jesus Christ. Horrible. We can't have, they can't have the women getting any pleasure out of it. No. Why would we? I don't know. Maybe that American guy found something that she didn't know about. Found somewhere else. No. Well, I guess he didn't have to worry about finding the clit. No. That's true. That's painfully true. There was no mystery for him. He was like, it doesn't exist on you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the clitoris doesn't exist. It is a myth. <gasps> the female orgasm is a myth. Oh, my God. So the couple married, and when her husband's job in Egypt finished, they flew to his home in Texas. Predictably, the marriage didn't last. Now, Omaima was in a strange country, didn't speak English well, and didn't have any money. She drifted around, sometimes taking jobs as a housekeeper or nanny, sometimes getting modeling gigs. She was beautiful and Egyptian. I mean, dark hair, olive skin. One thing that you see coming up over and over as a descriptor of her is exotic. She was very exotic looking, is Mm -hmm. what everybody described her as. She also occasionally engaged in petty theft. You know, just as a hobby. Yeah. But her main source of support seems to have been a series of boyfriends. She would get involved with a man and move in with him right away, spend his money freely, and then when he confronted her or she just got tired of him, she would rob him and disappear. Dude, this bitch is talking about sugar daddy status before sugar daddy was a she thing. She was an accountant. She was an accountant. She was she's a low in like a low level sugar baby. 
So she's a cheap accountant. She's a she's a low income gold digger. <laughs> so she was like a bronze digger. You know, yeah, <laughs> honestly, that was good. God, I'm funny. I'm on a roll, dude. She um, she was years ahead of her time. If only OnlyFans was around, we, were, I know, we wouldn't even right? be talking about she her just today. Showed off Probably that fucking. Not. That fucking unhooded fucking nonsense that she's got going on downstairs. It, There's a know. market for everything. Yeah, I mean, people would pay to see that. Y- yeah. I wouldn't pay to see it, but I was interested to see it. I mean, it's one Google search away, I bet. Oh, yes. <clears throat> I'm nightmare fuel. I'm, I'm, I'm really air. That's what I call nightmare fuel. <laughs> I'm going to be like, Eric's going to be like a dead sleep, like snoring, and I'm going to be like, wake him up, like. Look at this fucking clip missing. Look at it! <laughs> Would you just look at it? You it all look awful. It looks like double gum that's just been gone. Oh, oh no! Just no. <laughs> a chewed up, discarded piece of... Roast beef. Just mm. shoved underneath the table. Oh, it looks like Big League Chew. <laughs> no! Wait, no. what are those little gums that, like, powder up? Like the chiclets? Is that what they're... That's uh, what I, I would imagine it to be. dude. <laughs> <laughs> no. Mm-mm. At least I got him this episode, not you. Oh. <coughs> I don't want to think of a clit as a chiclet. I just, no. It's terrible. It reminds me of American Psycho when he bites the girl's clit off. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Wait, you haven't seen American Psycho? No. It's a great movie. Oh, it's amazing. We have. It was like our first movie date. It was our first movie date. Yeah. I know. I remember that part too. It was like, I'm pretty sure we were... I remember that part. Yeah, it was good. It's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> good times, good times. All right. One man, Robert Hansen, she tied to a chair and threatened him with a shotgun before robbing him. After some time of drifting like this from man to man, town to town, she ended up in Orange County, California. Where at 23, she met her husband, Bill Nelson, who was a 56-year-old pilot in October of 1991, which something good happened that month. I was born at the end because we saved the best for last. Mm. So Bill was flashing a big wad of cash and bragging about how much land he owned back in Texas. So he was, he just made himself a mark at that point. Yeah. Like... He just given up all the goods on the first date. It was easy to see why Bill was attracted to 23-year-old Omaima. Her good looks had gotten her work as a model. She had olive skin and doe-like eyes. And Bill was the kind of guy who only wanted the best. He drove a red Corvette, wore bright red cowboy boots, and a big gold belt buckle, and enjoyed showing off his wealth wherever he went. His friends described him as larger than life. To me, he just sounds kind of like an obnoxious asshole at the bar. He kind of sounds like Boss Hog. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's a good way to put it. What he didn't tell Omaima was that he was still legally married to another woman. But that didn't stop Bill from marrying Omaima. To say that Omaima Ari and Bill Nelson had a whirlwind romance is an understatement. Only weeks after meeting over a game of pool in a Huntington Beach, California bar, the lovely Egyptian immigrant and the brash Texan drove to Phoenix and got married. 
After their quickie wedding, Bill took her on a road trip honeymoon back to Texas and Arkansas to meet his relatives. Needless to say, most of them were skeptical of his new, very young wife, who was actually younger than some of his children. She's an accountant. (laughs) I'm an accountant. But while riding horses at the family ranch, the horse she was riding threw her. She impressed them with her toughness by simply asking for some aspirin and vodka. That's a bad bitch. (laughs) She a baddie. The couple returned to California and set up home in Bill's apartment in Costa Mesa. She's like, this is nothing. My father used to beat me with a with a sarcophagus lid. <laughs> oh my God. With Cleopatra's head. <laughs> <laughs> my father used to use King Tut's uh, severed arm and spanked the shit out of me with it. Held me down in the in the tub with the goat piss. Oh my god, no. So Bill wasn't without his faults, though. In the 1980s, when he was a pilot, he was busted with a load of smuggled cannabis in his DC-3. He ended up serving several years in prison for the crime. He'd, like, just gotten out of prison when he met her. Shit. Like, he was, he was pretty fresh out of the, the pen. So, is this love after lockup? Basically, <laughs> have you watched that show? <laughs> it's horrendous. I, I refuse I to stop. watch reality TV. It is like a train wreck you can't look away from. It just keeps wrecking. On Thanksgiving Day, nineteen ninety one, Bill spoke with his daughter Margaret on the phone. He told her how everything was going great, and he invited her to join them for dinner. Margaret refused. It was to be the last conversation she ever had with her father. Three days later, early in the morning of December 1st, Jose Esquivel was awakened by a loud pounding on his door. He looked outside and saw a red Corvette parked outside. He not recognizing the car, he didn't answer the door. After a while, the visitor went away. Then, at about 1 p.m., the visitor in the red Corvette returned. This time, Jose answered. When he opened the door, he saw Omaima, a woman he had briefly dated over a year ago. She was crying and had some cuts on her face and hands. Omaima told him that her husband had attacked and raped her, so she had killed him in self-defense. She went on to say that she had cut up the body but needed help disposing of it. She told Jose that she would give him $75,000 and two motorcycles if he would help her get rid of the body. Which, absolutely. Are you kidding me? Nah. Nah, he's not going to do that. (laughs) He's too swell of a guy. (laughs) Jose played it cool. He told Omaima to meet him at her apartment while he arranged to get a truck. When she left, he called the police. Snitch. The police found Omaima in Bill's Corvette. The next to her, in the passenger seat, were some trash bags. When the officer looked inside, he saw what looked like human organs, including lungs, black with spots from cigarette smoking. When questioned, Omaima gave conflicting and confusing answers. She said that the organs were from someone Bill had killed. 
Then she claimed Bill was away on a business trip in Florida. Yeah, I don't think she expected the cops to show up. That really kind of threw a whole monkey wrench in her plan. Right. What a quick thinker, though. Quick on her feet. (laughs) Police got a warrant to search the Nelson's apartment. Inside were numerous boxes of computer parts. Bill earned money repairing and selling computers out of his home. But among the boxes were some suitcases. Inside the suitcases were trash bags. Inside the trash bags were human remains. It's like the Russian nesting dolls. Dude, the fact that she was just driving around with a sack full of human organs is just savage as fuck. She's beginning the part (laughs) of Black Friday shopping. (laughs) I can't. I I, I don't even have anything for that. (laughs) She's going Black Friday shopping in the black market. Yeah. Yeah. She's like. I mean, I got, really, I got lungs. Who wants thank lungs? You, thank mm-hmm. you, Sam, for coming with me on this journey You're that so I'm on. Welcome. Would anybody like some kidneys? Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly where she was going. <laughs> Sam knew the assignment. She would like open up her trench coat. Yeah. Yeah. I got some kidneys. Do you Streets need eyes? Streets of Agrabah style. <laughs> All I have to say is Black Friday. Like Black Friday and Sam understood the assignment. <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs> Like, I knew where Christian was going with this. Her sick Absol- I saw the destination and I helped you get there. <laughs> I'm having a, a trunk sale. <laughs> <laughs> Police also found a broken lamp and a clothes iron with tissue and human hair on them. Oh, shit. She hit him with a damn iron. Yep. Clocked him right, right with the iron. Was it at least on? Would you, would you like one lump or so. two? Huh? Would you like one lump or two? Are we talking about tea or death? Both. (laughs) (laughs) Then two. (laughs) As they searched further, they found even more grisly evidence. In the bedroom, the mattress was soaked in blood, and the bedposts were all broken. In the bathroom, a skinned, gutted, Human torso was suspended from the clothes hangers above the tub, bleeding out like a side of beef. <gasps> See, Catherine Knight, right? Like, I don't know. I think she might got her on this. Yeah. Nothing beats the meat curtain. <laughs> the flesh true. curtain. The flesh curtain. <laughs> Why do we not have a flesh curtain as a partition right now? Can we just get like? Can a, we find one? I bet not you a we real can. one, not like no. Ed Gein style, but like. I bet you we could find an we entire definitely find of just a meat human curtain. skin. Absolutely, that I'm looks going, like human skin. If it, if Amazon has it, I'm buying it. You all are terrible people. I'm pretty sure it's on Amazon. Definitely. The It'll, fact that she has Etsy. him like hung up in the bathtub. Just his torso. Could you imagine? Like, never mind. This is a conversation. I was going to say, could you imagine if, like, a like person that does this kind of thing is an interior decorator? Because I would be, like, and they open their own store. <laughs> There's a market for everything. Uh, yeah. They're like, this is a, they're a 40-year-old lampshade. I, I think um, <laughs> you could do, like, an oddity shop and have stuff like that. Oh. I need this in Myrtle Beach right now. There's Facts. enough weird shit here. <gasps> Absolutely. Fucking put an oddity shop here. I'll go to it. Absolutely. Mm. But the worst was in the kitchen. Inside a deep fryer, two human hands floated in all, 
mixed with turkey meat. In the trash, they found pieces of a human hip mixed in with turkey and cranberry sauce. Mm-mm-mm. That's some good eating. She, she had some leftovers. <laughs> she did have leftovers. You always got to have the leftovers. Yeah. Yes. You eat off the leftovers for like a week. Was it not good? Well, you know, it was probably not great. Probably not. He was a fifty-six-year-old smoker. Like, so he had a hip replacement. Oh, it was all metal. I'm so sorry. This meat is just bad. (laughs) Inside the freezer, behind bags of frozen vegetables, there was a large round object wrapped in tinfoil. Anybody like to guess what was in the tinfoil? It wasn't a turkey. I'm willing. I'm, I know it You're was. Right. I know it wasn't a turkey. You are correct there, Christian. Would you like to take a guess? His testicles. A large round. He's old. They're sagging. <laughs> this is his head. Oh. <laughs> Can't. Sorry, I went the wrong direction with it. Literally, you went south. I, I did not understand the assignment. <laughs> you misunderstood the, the whole, whole the assignment. The whole joke went south. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> it was badly burnt, as though it too had been cooked in a deep fryer. She deep fried his fucking head. That's fucking hilarious. And she boiled and fried his hands to get rid of the fingerprints. I don't know, man. She might have had a hunger only only hands could satiate. She wanted some human fingers instead of chicken fingers. All I fingers. can think of is uh, llamas with hats. Was it, like a, it was a classic fryer, not an air fryer, right? For sure. It was the 90s. Oh, my God. She needs to get on this health kick. I have to show you guys llamas with hats after this. Cause <laughs> what? I have a rumbling in my tummy. Only hands can satiate. Oh, my God. I have a rumbling in my tumbling. I'm hungry. As I'm still talking yeah, about is, this. Is we're doing this episode? Yeah, actually. It doesn't if, really if faze I me. If I go missing after this episode, <laughs> Christian and Sam have eaten me. <laughs> no, you vape. I don't want that shit. Uh, thank God for the nickels in my <laughs> lungs now. They're not covered in black spots. They're just metallic. Yeah, I don't He's going like to turn into like the Terminator. I'm Iron Man. <laughs> no, I'm Nickel Man. Uh, uh, <laughs> nickel Man. I'm done. I can't. <laughs> Russian Iron Man. Nickel Man. <laughs> Back at the police station, Omaima kept changing her story. She paced and rambled on, at times acting as though Bill were still alive, at other times claiming a voice like a demon had made her dismember her husband. She repeated the claim that Bill had raped her and she had only killed him in self-defense. But when she was forensically examined at a nearby hospital, they found no evidence of sexual trauma. Except the mutilated clit. I would say that would be sexual trauma. Yeah, but I but think they old. meant like I think they meant like recent. That's like old scar tissue. Yeah. Poor baby. That's what ruined her right there. Made her go fucking crazy. I'm The doctors from the thirties might have been onto something. Ah, she's got hysteria. Here's a dildo. <laughs> I mean, if my lady parts were chopped off, I'd be pretty pissed about it, too. Yeah. So. It was probably chopped off by a man. Going to go probably. ahead and say that. No, probably no it age. was a woman because he knew she knew where it was. <gasps> oh, this is very true. <laughs> I'm so no f- comment. <laughs> I'm so funny. I have my moments. It was good. Thank you for appreciating That's okay. It. Any other Kyle on this beach is probably punching it like a fucking detonate button 
What in the scene from uh, Did you come Guardians yet? Of the Guardians of the Galaxy. I am Groot. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that scene popped I in my head. Here. I'm swimming in the estrogen ocean right now, and I don't like it. <laughs> and yet you keep coming back. He keeps coming back for the pain. He mu- he's a masochist. He loves it. It's okay because I live in an entire household full of men. You do. So this, yeah, this is, is my really, payback this once is, a week. This is literally my estrogen fill up for the entire Could week. Could you imagine if I lived closer? Oh my god! We were recording <laughs> more episodes. <laughs> <laughs> they also stated that the cut marks on her face, hands, and breasts were not defensive wounds, but they would be consistent with injuries sustained while cutting up. A body. You get injuries from cutting up a body? I guess if you don't know what you're doing. She didn't have like a fucking chainsaw, man. She had to saw through that shit with like a butcher knife. That was poor planning. I mean... I mean, I know y'all talk so much shit about me not understanding the assignment, but if I She did not understand the assignment. (laughs) I think she did. Let's continue. (laughs) No, she didn't because she got caught. Meanwhile, the medical examiner. <laughs> Meanwhile, the medical examiner pieced together what was left of Bill Nelson. Besides being decapitated, dismembered, and disemboweled, he had apparently been castrated too. Oh, do unto others as they do it to you. She was taking a page right out of the Bible. <laughs> Cause of death was determined to be multiple blunt force injuries to his skull. I believe he was hit 25 times. I mean, she had to get that rage out. Yeah, I mean, this was a sheer just rage fest when she slaughtered him. She had her own aggression session on his head. (laughs) Rage room. (laughs) The kitchen was the rage room. Yeah. The ME also found ligature marks around Bill's ankles Since Bill's hands had been cut off, there was no way to determine if his hands were tied as well, but the broken bedposts at the scene would indicate that they were. The ME also noted that the body had been dismembered with unusual precision, as if his killer had done this before. I'm willing to bet she has. The fact that she, like... Honestly, if she was that precise with the cutting... I'm I'm willing to, I'm willing to say she probably did. Then she shouldn't have gotten that injured. I mean, if you're in a fit of rage, this is very true. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking you're not even giving a fuck about what happens to you. Charlie doesn't even feel it. No. So much adrenaline has to be pumping through her body at this point. Yeah. But perhaps more disturbing was the fact that nearly a hundred pounds of Bill's remains were missing. The Nelson's neighbor told police that he had heard their garbage disposal running constantly for two days, starting the evening of Thanksgiving. That's a lot of leftovers. (laughs) He said that he could hear the motor grinding as though it was straining. Okay, now she fucked up. Now, there is very little things that you put down your garbage disposal. Human remains is maybe probably on the very top of that list next is going to be potato skins and bones and bones. Don't put bones and eggs don't put eggs down there no Why? that's a lie destroys your fucking 
Garbage like cooked spoon. eggs or raw eggs? No, like, like egg the eggshells that ruined. It oh. does not sharpen the blades like somebody told me a long time ago. Whoever yeah. told you that's a fucking idiot. Yeah, they're like, it sharpens the blades. They probably sounded exactly like that. It did sound exactly <laughs> like that. Thank you, Sam, for pointing that out. You're welcome. I told you, I am on a roll today. I'm so funny. The trauma is coming out hard today. <laughs> mm. On December 2nd, 1991, she was arrested on suspicion of murder, and a year later, her trial began. A psychiatrist testified that Amima said that she put on red shoes, a red hat, and red lipstick before chopping up Bill's body. She got dressed up for the occasion. That sounds like a perfect homage as to how they started their... Lady in red. Yeah, he drove a red Corvette, wore a oh red my God, hat. Can you, like, skip the exit... Like thing and put lady in red. <laughs> Are we gonna get copyright strike for that? No, we would definitely get a copyright strike. We can't have that. <laughs> Prosecution said that she was probably planning on robbing him and enlisted the help of two exes to remove Bill's teeth so his remains couldn't be identified. Which smart. You always remove the teeth. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> For legal purposes, that is alleged. <laughs> but it was what Omima said to her court-appointed psychologist that shocked the nation. She said that she had cooked Bill's ribs in barbecue sauce and eaten them, exclaiming, It's so sweet! And that nothing was sweeter than her, her husband's feet. <laughs> Dude. Fuck some sweet babies, fuck some sweet baby rays. I want to know what was in her barbecue sauce. She made it homemade. <laughs> no, dude, it was filled with trauma. Aunt Omama's rib shack. Trauma. She huh? she missed her calling. She could she could have opened up a rib restaurant. She oh could. my god! Aunt Omama's rib shack comes with a free blooming onion. Every order. <laughs> I just thought about what was blooming and not blooming. What would be blooming? Not her quit. It's not blooming. Boo. Oh Boo, that was bad. <laughs> Boo, this girl. I don't know. It depends on how it was cut. So. <laughs> Can't. Terrible. She later recanted those statements and now swears she never committed cannibalism. The psychologist diagnosed her as being psychotic and suffering from PTSD. Omima's defense was that she suffered from PTSD from a childhood filled with abuse and that Bill had been sexually and physically abusive towards her throughout their four-week marriage. Oh, man. Such <laughs> long. Such a long time of abuse. Mm, she's up there. Mm. I'm pretty sure you verbally abuse me yeah. with, your, with your bullshit on like a weekly basis. <laughs> if you don't talk shit to your spouse, do you even love them? Yeah. You got to call them out on the shit. Yeah. She claimed that that before his murder, he had tied her up and held her captive for several days, raping her repeatedly. She testified that she had gotten one arm loose from the restraints and had hit him with a lamp, then stabbed him with scissors in order to save her own life. She claimed to have no memory of dismembering him. She also claimed that spirits of ancient Egyptians spoke to her and acted through her. 
It was these spirits who told her to kill her husband and then to dismember him. Because if his remains were scattered, he couldn't go on to the afterlife. Ah, some Osiris shit here. Gets a little paranormal, you could say. <laughs> a little bit. Is this even Creeps in the Crypt if there isn't some sort of paranormal twist to it? No, <coughs> it's not. No. I mean, honestly. That's our brand. That, um, that would fuck him over from getting into the afterlife going off of the Egyptian belief system, mm -hmm. so. She yeah. didn't want to meet him in the afterlife. Like, she wanted no part of even Yeah, probably because he ran out of fucking money. <laughs> it's hard to support she, somebody she probably, that's statistic. She probably tied him up and said, give me all your money. And he's like, bitch, I ain't got no more money. You went <laughs> you through it all. You took it all. And then she's like, I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> in January of 1993, the jury deliberated for six days before quitting her on first-degree murder charges. However, she was found guilty of second-degree murder, as well as for the assault on Hansen, and sentenced to 28 years to life. She is serving her sentence in the Central California Women's Facility in Chowchilla, alongside other notorious criminals, Susan Atkins, who you remember from our Charles Manson series, Helen Golay, Nancy Garrido, Louise Turpin, and Dorothea Puente. Now, Susan Atkins and Dorothea Puente are both dead. Yes. Uh, just noted that. But the other three are still alive and kicking, and I'm sure we'll cover them on later episodes. We'll get there. Slow and steady wins this race, y'all. Mm-hmm. Omima was eligible for parole in 2006, but was denied when commissioners found her unpredictable and a serious threat to public safety. The DEA's office said that Omaima, quote, failed to complete any educational or vocational classes while incarcerated and has failed to abide by prison rules, end quote. According to the Associated Press, Terrence Scott, who represented Omaima during the 2006 parole hearing, said that the reason Omaima chopped Bill's body into pieces was so that she wouldn't meet him in the afterlife, according to Egyptian mythology. Thomas Scott, who represented Omaima during her trial, said, quote, She's been in custody for 20 years, and perhaps she should be granted parole, because at the time, she was being raped by the deceased and acted in self-defense, which would reduce this case to manslaughter. She was eligible again in 2011, but was denied by the board, citing that she hadn't taken responsibility for the murder and would not be a productive citizen if she were freed. She said that she's a changed woman and, quote, I am not a monster, and was ready to live the, quote, good life God meant. Bill's daughter spoke out against Omaima's release, as well as one of the original prosecutors, District Attorney Randy Paulowski. I'm going to go with that. See, he said that Omaima had a pattern of using sex as a con game and that her games grew increasingly violent over the years. Omaima said, quote, if I didn't try to defend my life, I would have been dead. I'm sorry it happened, but I'm glad I lived. I'm sorry I dismembered him. This is textbook narcissism, if I've ever fucking seen it. Like, 
Yeah, I did it, but it's not my fault. Like, I'm sorry I lived. (laughs) Fuck this bitch. When the part in the trial um, referring to her Bill's her eating Bill's ribs and like saying it's so sweet, she fervently shook her head and said that it never happened. She said, I swear to God, I didn't eat any part of him. I am not a monster. Yeah, but that's why he was mixed up with the fucking turkey and cranberry sauce. I guess she wanted to, like, hide the blood in the meat. That bitch ate that dude. Oh. Like, real talk. She fucking ate him. She She might have. She, I mean, she, test, she tested it out. Like, it may have grossed her the fuck out. Like, even Catherine Knight couldn't eat uh, Pricey. John Bryce. Yeah, she couldn't eat him. Was going to serve him to his kids. This this crazy bitch <laughs> went through with it, like maybe in a fucking severe mental breakdown state. But she still, I think she ate that fucking guy. Possibly. I'm putting money on it. Yeah. Commissioner Cynthia Fritz came back with quote, "What was your purpose in cooking him?" Omaima declined to answer. There you go. <sighs> She went on to say that she was not the person she was 20 years ago. She said she looked for love in all the wrong places. But now she values her integrity and her journey and has a strong desire to help others. If she were to be paroled, she would be grateful for the grace of God and her family and would return to Egypt to live with her mother. To prove she's changed... She cited visits she had with her latest husband, though now deceased, who was a disabled man in his 70s, who got married to her while she was in prison. So I was right, love after lockup vibes. like More like love during lockup. Well, I mean, like... that That's a show I would watch. I mean, they kind of start while they're in lockup, though. The love after lockup. They just get married after lockup. Mm-hmm. She said they had three-day conjugal visits. In a stockpile of blue pills. (laughs) She also said, quote, there were knives in the kitchen. He never felt threatened or endangered in any way. I loved him so much. When the man passed away, leaving Omaima with a great deal of money. Yeah, so to she's, go in her commissary. Yeah, so she, she milked some old 70-year-old dude, and he left her a shit ton of money. So now she's like, I need to get the fuck out of jail so I can go enjoy this money. <laughs> Live the good life, God meant. Yeah. <laughs> God is good. <laughs> the last person to speak at her 2011 parole hearing was Bill's 35-year-old daughter, Margaret. It took her a few moments to compose herself before she was able to read a statement about not being able to have her dad at her wedding or being able to meet her eight-week-old daughter. Margaret said that Bill had invited her to that Thanksgiving dinner to meet Omaima, and she had gotten mad and refused, but he was kind and patient about the interaction. She said that the reason she was at the hearing was to return some dignity to her father. She said, quote, I don't know the adequate punishment for a murderer who doesn't even leave a family a body to mourn over, but I do know you don't let her out, end quote. She won't be eligible again until 2026. Pulaski told the LA Times that, quote, it is certainly one of the most gruesome crimes ever committed in Orange County, 
And sometimes people need reminding of that, which one of the most gruesome in Orange, like like Orange County, California, in the nineties. Like this is after all, like the rampant. Well, this was also serial killers right, right after Dahmer. And this is one of the most gruesome. Yeah, like so. Everybody when they first saw the crime scene was thinking Dahmer, like or a Dahmer esque type of situation. Am I just like numb? Two true crime stories now and like gory crime scenes. Yes. Because I'm like, ah, could have been like, this is one of the most gory ones. Like, this is one of the most gruesome. Like, out of all the serial killers, all the murderers, and all like the. Oh, I mean, one. like, wasn't wasn't the Manson family's crimes in Orange County? Yeah, but theirs were just like. They Maybe I just like need this to talk to therapist. Probably. Yeah. Want to go together as a as a friend? Yes. As besties? Yes. Absolutely. We, we are would, interviewing for we our... We would save money. <laughs> Do like stepbrothers like, no, hear you together the for The Manson our, murders were not in Orange County. They were in Orange County? No, they were in uh, Los Angeles County. Oh. Where's Orange County then? It's further up. Oh. Yeah, Southern... I or think. Northern California, right? I want to... I'm not 100% sure. I just know... The, the Manson stuff happened in two different counties, and that's why oh. they fucked up a lot of the stuff. I thought all that happened in, like, Orange County. I thought mm. Orange County was, like, all of L.A. Is it no. not? No. no. Okay. I've never been. I So, I, I don't know. Whenever I think Orange You're County. You're not missing much. Yeah. Omaima has been compared to Hannibal Lecter and Jeffrey Dahmer and has been featured on shows like Happily Never After and Deadly Women. Well, happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, we hope you had a great Thanksgiving. <laughs> and you didn't. And enjoy those never. leftovers. <laughs> if you have any family members missing, we all don't eat the leftovers. Yeah, don't eat the leftovers. So we hope you enjoyed our November to dismember. It's we had to save a really good one for last. Yes, this was a this was took and, a lot of like that, like. And this was a lot of anniversaries, too. We had three. We had three this month? Yeah, so... And we did Crystal Faye Todd. Crystal Faye Todd was 30 years. And then Omaima. 30 years. Uh Uh-huh. And John List was 50 years. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, we ran an anniversary. uh, This really was a November to dismember. I know. (laughs) You did a good job. We did. Pound back. It it was a group effort. (laughs) This one especially. Yeah. We tag teamed the notes on this one. So, all right, guys. Well, we got some great stuff planned for December. Happy holidays. We're, we're going to, after the heaviness of this month, we're going to do some lighthearted stuff for December. And then we're going to take two weeks off. We're going to take Christmas and the week leading up to New Year's off. So we can get fucked up. Woo-woo. Yeah. And, and we figure most of y'all aren't going to listen anyway, those yeah. two weeks. And come back to you fully refreshed and ready to fucking go. Yeah, we got some real fun stuff because planned for next year. then it starts my birthday month. Hell yeah. All right. So oh, jacked up January. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I love that. <laughs> You're welcome. All right. So drop the socials for us. Hey, guys. 
Thank you so much, number one, for listening, and we really appreciate you guys. That being said, if you're not following us, what are you really even doing? No, just kidding. Uh, make sure you guys are following us on the Facebook, Instagram, all the socials. Make sure you guys are downloading the episodes. We see it. We appreciate it. We love you for it. We love you. Share the show with all your friends. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Sharing is caring. Yep. And we're with, thankful for you listeners. Yes, so thankful. We're don't get so, dismembered. No, yeah. I'm we don't want you guys to get dismembered. <laughs> no, no, don't die. No. Don't die. And don't die. <laughs> make sure you guys are following Sam on the TikTok. We're going to have yes. to start coming up with some stuff that is. We got to come up with some shenanigans. Some little shorter ones. Maybe yeah. we and Sam should go to therapy together and yeah, just go. have some fun stories to tell. Oh, I was I was like over the whole bit and Sam's like <laughs> stories. And I'm like, oh, let's go to therapy together. Yeah. All right, Scare the guys. therapist. Well, we will see you in December. Bye. Bye. Bye.